Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Trust in podcasting goes beyond the host and listener to a larger overall trust in the idea of podcasting. Interestingly, podcasting enjoys a greater level of trust than other forms of media. But for how long? Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Terra. Do you trust the media? And by the media, I mean traditional broadcast media. And by trust, I mean, well, trust. Do you trust them to deliver accurate and relevant information to you? Now, it kind of doesn't matter what your answer is because it's quite clear that, at least in the States, trust in traditional broadcast media is at nearing an all-time low. And that's a trend that has been happening since the 1970s. What about social media? Do you trust the platforms, all of which are driven by algorithms to deliver you accurate and relevant information? Once again, your personal mileage may vary greatly here, and I'm sure that you, like me, have a few trusted sources that you do follow. But collectively, we know that the social media platforms that we use every single day, they have their own interests in mind, far far above ours sometimes. Now, weirdly, podcasting doesn't follow that trend or those trends. When people, again, people in the States, are surveyed or polled, they come back with rather hard-to-believe trust scores in podcasting. So much so that they report greater trust even in the ads and the commercials that they hear on the podcasts they listen to. And real quickly, I'm talking about trust, not truth. Truth is a whole different topic that I've gotten into before and I may dive into later on, but this episode is all about trust. And people trust podcasts, like a lot. Or better to say, the listeners, they trust the podcast that they listen to. Much like trusted social media accounts that we follow so we can make our newsfeed and doom scrolling somewhat more palatable. Listeners follow only a handful of podcasts, shows that they trust to give them, the listener, what they need. And it's precisely because there's no algorithm behind the scene deciding what episode someone should and shouldn't be exposed to and also because there aren't multinational media conglomerates all vying for their share of a limited set of channels, frequencies, or shelf space on a newsstand, podcasting has mostly escaped the issues of trust that plague the other forms of media at large. But that's changing. 
which means the high trust we've come to enjoy as podcasters might be eroding. Here's why. But first, this episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. We're already starting to see some of the problems that cause these, well, trust problems for consumers of other forms of media starting to worm their way into podcasting, both at the micro and the macro level. At the micro level, we're seeing the rise of celebrity podcasters, as well as the minting of very strong influencer-like personalities having their own podcasts. And as shows like those continue to pull in fans from outside of podcasting, And yes, I will also concede that they do attract plenty of already listening to podcast fans. Those shows grow large enough to attract the attention from outside media. Those shows that do really well win podcast awards or are somehow deemed pressworthy with getting accolades for whatever reason, which then further elevates their status outside of the roughly 30% of the population who consume podcasts on a regular basis. Now, that's good for podcasting, for sure, but is it good for the perception of trust in podcasting? It's benign if the podcast hosts who are at the top are also benign, but not all of them are. I mean, just take a look at any of the podcast ranker charts and you'll find plenty of shows, incredibly popular shows, that you probably disagree with strongly and would find not all that worthy of your trust. Also, we're seeing continued investment from mainstream media into podcasting, with media properties launching not just podcasts, but entire networks of podcasts that leverage the same biases and points of view in every show and episode they produce of their podcast network that they put out on their broadcast media which is fine. I mean, that's them giving their fans what they want, just in a different format. And again, I will state for the record, they clearly have a right to do so. And also, oftentimes, having a very strong point of view and even some biases makes for an excellent podcast. And then there's the investments. The billions of dollars of investments from other industries and players that keep flowing into podcasting which consolidates voices, enables more rapid production, and also further silos the content we consume. That means a lot more opportunities to get podcasts, podcasters, if you will, and people in the business of podcasting paid, which is also a very good thing. But I do wonder about the cost to the trust podcasting has enjoyed thus far. 
Maybe that was just a temporary condition. I hope not. With that, I shall be back directly with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers! Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.